Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in. It's the HGO Bulls postgame presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Do it with promo code CHGO. When you sign up, you know you want to. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, is at BAL, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at CHGO underscore Bulls. Will the go golly will join us from the UC later on tonight's post-game show. We got our guy Steven rocking the controls, our yep. producer extraordinaire. He's there. Still TBD. We might get a Mark K sighting. Just Maybe. wandering through the studio as he's leaving the United Center. We're going to leave you in suspense. We don't know. <laughs> Neither do you. Uh, but, man, I mean, as far as first games to see in person at the yeah. United Center. Yeah. Didn't get the win, but Mark K got a really exciting one. Yeah, he got a really, really exciting and entertaining game from front to back. That was fun. Like, even when he hit the shot, I wasn't even mad. Like, because usually I'd be pissed, but like the Indiana guy, I was pissed. Not I, even I mad. That's that. amazing. I wasn't even mad. It's amazing. Like, that was an incredible game. And yeah, it just, we talked about it in the pregame. You talked about it extensively. Uh, about the clutch shooting factor Fox, of De'Aaron Fox. Best clutch scorer in the league this it's, season. It's what he does. <laughs> and it, you knew it was at a point when I'm over there calling exactly what's going to happen on certain plays. Like, here it comes. I was like, here comes a pick. He's going to cross him. He's going to shoot it and score. And he's doing that. When he came down, I was like, he's shooting his three. I'm scared. He's shooting the three. And I love Stacey's breakdown showing how everybody was pretty much late on their rotation how Patrick Williams didn't go hard enough at him and then DeMar didn't rotate to Herter mm-hmm. because Herter would have been wide open right. and then the rotations didn't happen. So I love how he showed that breakdown of it. But my thing was as soon as he saw that he had a little opportunity, he was taking that shot. And he knew it as soon as he crossed half court, that shot was going up, and I knew it was going in. I think we all got to do because he's been that kind of clutch this season, man. You saw why they are where they are in the West right now. They are really, really good. And the Bulls played really well against this team in the first half. And then the third quarter came, and that's what good teams do. They run you out in the third quarter. But credit the Bulls. They fought their ass back to get in that game in that fourth quarter, man. And, yeah, it just came down to that last De'Aaron Fox shot, man. You got to give a tip of the cap to Miss Corningstone on that one. Uh, tip of the cap to you as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you had to be impressed and happy with the fact that the Bulls held – the highest power, the most high powered offense in the NBA to 48 at halftime. Yeah. 48. Good job. Then the third quarter happened. And then the fourth quarter happened. Right. And as the Kings started to just poke holes into that Bulls defense and continue to make shots, I mean, 
the Bulls, I, I didn't even think they played that much worse in the second half, but you know what they did have was a stretch where after starting 7 of 13 from downtown, they then were still 7 of in the made column, but 25 in the attempt column. Yes. After starting the game 7 of 13 from downtown, they went on to miss 12 consecutive threes mm-hmm. as that lead dwindled, and then they saw that lead completely vanish mm-hmm. and the Kings seize control in that third quarter from hell. It's a, it's a close game. You lose this game by three on a dagger three mm-hmm. from the best clutch score of the NBA this season. You can't nitpick too much, but if I'm nitpicking something, gee, what a surprise. It's that the Bulls went ice cold from three for a stretch of this game. Not like they ever do that. <laughs> Same shit, different day. Uh, Vooch, Patrick Beverly, and Ayo Dusumu combined – Two of 17 from the three-point line. That's not going to do it. That's <laughs> not going to get it done. Whoa. And especially Vooch, um, because Vooch took seven of those threes and did not hit Over a one. seven. Did not hit a one. Over. <laughs> Over. A goose egg up there for Ode Vooch. And, I mean, it didn't matter if they were open or if he was guarded. It, it was Clang City. It was Clang Clang. The trolley was a Clang. <laughs> it was out there, man. But he had a really, really tough game and still ended up with 20 points and 14 rebounds. And that says just about how good he is as a basketball player. But those threes really hurt because Brutal. you're used to him hitting one of those. You know what right. I'm saying? One of those If he's ones. two of seven, the Bulls win this game. That's it. You know what I mean? If he hits one, we go to overtime. You know what I'm saying? Like, just one. That's all we needed. But, yeah, he didn't hit that joint. He he claimed them all night long. And I know that bothers him, man. Um, yeah, because he's a prideful guy on those on that in that kind of situation. But – yeah, he couldn't hit those shots. Then Patrick Beverly, one of seven. I'm shocked he took seven, to be real. Mm-hmm. He took seven threes, man. And, yeah, he hit that one, but then couldn't get it done. Ayo hit his one. Uh, excuse me, he was one for five. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm right. He was one for four. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't get that done. And, yeah, this is what you get. Your backcourt, your starting backcourt, you know, can't get you the threes. Your, your uh, shooting center can't hit one for you. So then you rely on DeMar, who was great, was four of six, you know what I'm saying, from three which was amazing, including that big old four-point play that he had, his second one of the game, for goodness sakes. And then Zach, the other one who was struggling. Yeah. Zach was two of seven from the three-point line. He could not hit a shot uh, early on. He couldn't score. The shot wasn't there for him, man. And as it went later on in the game, the struggles continued. But, yeah, ending up two of seven from the three-point line, tough one for Zach tonight, too. I like that we were uh, cracking – Anchorman jokes and Channel 4 News with a Ron Burgundy as their profile picture is in our comments <laughs> saying this team, what a display of all around mediocrity. Um, yeah, and shout out to our friend uh, French Bulls TV who said shooting 38% from three ain't horrible. Shooting 39% overall on field goals is. Fact. Yeah, that is true. That is and, absolutely true. Uh, I saw AK also pointed out that, you know, the Bulls made 16 of 42 Good on the Bulls for shooting 42 threes. Shout out to that. It's just, boy, did they miss a bunch of those 42 attempts. Yeah, yeah, a lot. And 16 to 42, 38% isn't bad. That's, Honestly, that's around what the league that's does. That's a mediocre NBA team on a night where they toss up a few more than average. Yeah, that's what, that's what you should be. Which, like, the Bulls would love for that to be the norm. Absolutely. 38% on oh 40 attempts? Dude, this would be a whole different season. I'll take it. <laughs> this would be a whole different season right now if that was the case. But, unfortunately, it's not. This was uh, an anomaly uh, for them. Uh, but they, I don't know. 
Maybe they looked and they saw, yo, we got to get more threes up. But the problem was once those threes started clanging, then the ball started sticking and guys started hesitating. Mm-hmm. You saw that a lot. You yep. saw guys wide open on shots. Vooch passed up a couple. Yes, you like, passed it you up. No, nah, I'm good. You're 0 for 5. I right. don't hate the fact that you think twice before you chuck yeah, one. But you don't do it with four seconds left. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't picking the right time to, to mm. second-guess themselves. Uh, DeMar wasn't. He was just shooting. He was like, he's going yeah. up. Zach definitely was second-guessing himself for sure. Yeah. So Mara yeah, at Jr. in the comments saying Zach scored most of his points in transition today. Couldn't yeah. get it going. Transition buckets or transition drawing a foul, and I believe he was 9 of 9 at the free throw line. Absolutely right. Only way he salvaged his night with 25 total points, mm-hmm. but 7 of 22. Yuck. My bad, guys. I gave y'all Zach confidence. Not only did he not score the first bucket tonight, which was plus 650 odds, mm. uh, he finished with 25, 5, and 6. 36 Ooh. combined points, rebounds, and assists. Ooh. One and a half shy of that 37 and a half over that I told you guys to take a pregame. I'm mm. sorry. Oh, one and a half but shy. But dude's been on a heater. Yeah. And he went 7 to t- I guess he was due for his stinker. Yeah, yeah. 7 to cool. 22. I, Zach just could not get his shot to fall tonight. He could not, man, and playing in, in 35 minutes, like you stated. But I do like the fact, you know, trying to get it done in other facets, trying to get five rebounds, getting six assists. This is most assists he's had probably since the All-Star break has been here, man. But he tried to do something. And you mentioned uh, to me, Matt, you, you like the whip passing that you were seeing from Zach Levine mm-hmm. when he was finding those guys wide open. Uh, on either on the corner or on the elbow. He was finding those guys open with this whip pass across the court. And that's when the Bulls were actually cooking Yeah, uh, early on. That was that second quarter. That's when they were actually cooking, was when he was making those passes and hitting those guys. So, yeah, it was it was definitely some positivity in his game. But, you know, the 7-22 of 22 and the 2-7 of seven from 3 is definitely going to hurt. But I do like the fact he got nine free throws because, you know, I harp on those free throws all day. Mm-hmm. I do like that fact that he actually got foul calls and went to the line because usually he has to get stabbed for him to get to the free throw line. But this time they were like, oh, no, here's a normal NBA foul call. You can have this, Zach. So, yeah, that, that was good on Zach. But, ugh. Tough night shooting, man. Tough. Uh, shout out to Anthony, who was hanging out with us during pregame, who said, my niece's birthday is ruined. <laughs> Trying to teach her early, though. This is what it's like to be a Bulls fan. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough life. Yeah. And when you bring young people into that life, they got to be aware. Got to know. Just like Mark K's son, C-Red Ted. C-Red Ted. He's got to learn at an early age. Got to know. Uh, Kai Mark, Kui Mark in the comments said, I was screaming at my laptop for the Bulls to drive into the paint. Couldn't hit a three. I've watched a lot of Kings games this year. This team is not a great interior defensive team. Mm-hmm. Shaking my head. And look, I believe it was actually a Bears fan slash Kings fan who popped up in our pregame comments. Mm-hmm. Armadillo, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Kings fan saying, hey, you know, attack this team uh, in the interior yeah. and you're going to get some good looks. I think the, the Kings actually ended up outscoring the Bulls in the paint tonight. Yeah, Bulls, I believe, have, what, 28 or 30 uh, points in the paint? 36 like to 30, 30 in favor okay. of the Kings were points in the paint tonight. Um, I, I mean, I get it. But then at the same time, look, Zach attacked, got to the rim when he could, got to the free throw line from getting to the rim when he could. Vooch couldn't even make his good little mini looks inside. Yeah, that like, was killing you shot 39% from the field. And as AK pointed out, 39% from the field, 38% from downtown. I mean, do you, were you going to be dominant in the paint if you threw more looks down there? I don't know. I don't know. But I thought Zach uh, could have attacked earlier and often in this game. Oftener? Either, 
oftener, <laughs> earlier and often in this game. But he, I don't know, he wasn't doing that so much. He did it a lot in the fourth quarter, you know, when it was on the line. Mm-hmm. He started doing that. And, I mean, you got to do that when Kevin Herter's on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Kevin Herter, bro. Like, attack him. Go at him. You know, get him in foul trouble. Put him on his heels. He can't guard you by any stretch of the imagination. So I wanted to see him do that more. He wasn't doing that. And then when his three quit falling for him, then he just didn't try, you know, that offensive spark kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Then he went to the assist, you know what I mean, and started passing. And like I said, in the fourth quarter, he, he kind of found it and said, oh, yeah, I can go to the paint. Like, yeah, you can do that. And he went to the paint, got some foul calls. But, yeah, man, he, he wasn't doing it as much. But I don't – but it's not just on him. Uh, like you said, Vooch was missing several layups inside today. And that was tough to watch. Uh, just a, when you watch a 7-footer, 6-11, however, missing layups, that's fr- <laughs> just that frustrates the hell out of me, man. Like, dang, dude, you can literally just reach your hand up and touch the rim. Like, this is a layup. This is yours. He missed them. He, he didn't have that done. Patrick Williams missed a couple uh, lay-ins. Uh, Kobe mm. missed a layup. You remember that move he made to the basket oh, and just oh, claimed Lord. that joint? You know what I mean? I saw some old Kobe habits yeah, tonight that I didn't you like. like. Oh, that's old Kobe. Yeah, bro. That, dude, yeah, me and Steve were talking about that. Trapped pass, in the trees yeah. in the paint and leaves his feet and has no plan of what comes next. That's old Kobe. That's old Kobe. And me, me and Steve were talking about that. Like, when you, anytime you're in the paint, you make the move and you turn, jump in the air to turn around the pass, <laughs> it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And we saw him do that. I'm like, no, this is not going to work out. So, yeah, he did some old Kobe stuff, I thought, tonight, putting his head down, you know, trying to run into the paint on guys. But overall, I thought he played a good game, a solid game, because of the three-point shooting. The scoring was what was on point. And if you remember the last time we were here, I, I talked about that, how I like Kobe's defense. And I like all that, but you're here for buckets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what you're here for. That's what you do. You get buckets. And he did that early on. He did that early on for sure. And, I mean, 12 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, you know, in 28 minutes off the bench. I mean, that's nothing that can't, nothing to sneeze at right there. Four, six from the three-point line. Those are all good. But those little things right there kind of hurt, you know, and the three turnovers that he had kind of hurt because two of those I thought he could have prevented by just making a, you know, more headier basketball play. But honestly, overall, that's just me nitpicking, you know, at Kobe because I think overall he really played a solid game tonight, and I, I really did enjoy watching him. But, yeah, it was guys are struggling, man, on, on certain shots. And it's hard, Matt, when, you, when you're struggling from the three and you're struggling to make layups. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win a game. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> but it's hard to win a game when you're struggling at both of those things, man. But credit the Bulls for being in this, man. Because it was a lot of times they could have been out of this. And this could have been over. You hear me? So to bring that down to that last minute, like I said, I wasn't even mad, man. It was it was fun to watch, honestly. I had a good time. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was an entertaining game. And I like the Bulls played decently against a very good team. Yeah. A very good team that's very good on the road. Yeah. Um like I'm if I were still emotionally invested in this team, which I'm not. F them. Uh, this would have been tough, a tough L to take, but also like, hey, man, you, you put up a good fight yeah. against a very good team. It's it's just, you know, I saw several people mentioning it in the comments, that third quarter from hell. Yeah. What is it about that where the Bulls build themselves a lead and can't hold it? Yeah. Um, but, again, what did that coincide with? 
The Bulls going 0 of 12 from downtown. Ooh. Funny how that works. Funny how that links. Funny how that works. I saw also people in the comments talking about, hey, where was P. Will down the stretch? Mm-hmm. P. Will played the first seven-ish minutes of the fourth quarter. He did. Subbed out. Patrick Beverly subs in. And Patrick Beverly quickly picked up his sixth foul, and then he was back out of there. God. Um, I mean, I, for those who were saying, oh, man, Pat was playing well. Why didn't he get fourth quarter minutes? Well, he got most of the fourth quarter minutes. Yeah. Um, Maybe if you're wondering, well, you know, why did Billy take him out, put Pat Bev back in there? Pat Bev's a vet. Maybe Billy liked what he was doing, wanted some aggressive defense. Um, But that aggressive defense cost Pat Beverly his sixth foul. Mm. It it is, I think, worth pointing out that Patrick Williams, a team best plus 13 off Mm. the bench tonight. Mm. 13 points, Mm. four boards, four steals, Mm -hmm. two assists, and a block. Little bit of everything from Pat tonight. Yeah. And that one steal, coast to coast, featuring a behind the back body, that dude under the bucket mm. layup mm. was my favorite play of the night. Dude. Because it's about Pat and future Bulls. You forget that he can do that. Like, I saw him do that, and I was like, who did that? I for real said in my head, like, who is that? Oh, that's Patrick Williams. Like, I forgot Patrick that quick. Williams. He can do that kind of stuff, man. Like, he could really be a, a real force, man, like a straight up and down force. Like nobody wants to stand in front of a train going 60 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to stand in front of a truck going 60 miles an hour. You're huge and you're fast and he's shifty and he can do these kind of things. But, yeah, it just hasn't been consistent enough for him. Uh, you mentioned that too, the three-point shooting, you know, three or five from the three-point line. His threes were huge uh, that he hit for this team, man. They were really colossal. But – yeah, it just it it didn't it wasn't enough, you know, down the stretch for the team. Uh, I wanted to ask you, did you want to see him on De'Aaron Fox instead of Io in that in that last shot right there? Um, I, I wouldn't have hated it. Okay, I, I think I'm fine with either. I I have been impressed with Pat's ability to stay down and contest on smaller, quicker guards this season compared to his first two seasons. Okay. I do think he's getting better at checking those perimeter players. Okay. He still gets cooked occasionally. Sure. sure. Um I, so I mean I I'm, I would have been fine with it either way. Why do you have a strong opinion one way or the other? I don't know if it's strong, but it's something I I kind of wanted to see. Um I don't cuz just cuz of the size, you know, and like you said, uh, his defensive prowess and and all those things and I'm, and again, Io. It's hard to say that because Io's a really good defender. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to be like, "Hey, really good defender." Move aside for another really good defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, well, what do you choose? So I'm not mad at the decision, but I do think I kind of want to see it. This could be hindsight talking, but it, it is something I kind of wanted to see, uh, just to see him one on one. Because I talked about it in pregame. You know, having him out there as an option to guard uh, De'Aaron Fox because he can guard one through five. He really can. So. I just want to see him in those possessions because that's where he kind of thrives. And if you're going to have him in the game and you're not going to, you know, have him, like, obviously for the last shot, well, let's have him for the defensive purposes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of guarding the best player. You know, if he's the best defender, you know, all this size-wise, and Caruso's not out there, well, let's put him on the best player and, and see how it goes. So I would have been interested to see what De'Aaron Fox's uh, uh, mindset would have been if he sees that dude. 
You know what I'm saying? Is he still taking the three? Is he does he want to go to the bucket and try to draw a foul? You know, because Patrick makes you kind of think about those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because of the length and the size and the speed. So yeah, again, this could be just hindsight talking, but it is something I kind of want to see more going forward. Is Patrick guarding like the best player on the team in those clutch moments? Is what I'm saying. Um V Turla in the comments said, how about we trap earlier on that last possession and make someone else beat you? Sure. And that's the thing. And I, I think Billy had a comment on that in postgame that I saw from Casey Johnson immediately after saying, well, you know, Pat couldn't leave Herter mm. in that moment because Herter is one of the deadliest three-point shooters in the league. Mm. He, was, he made four tonight. Mm. We saw Malik Monk get hot yeah. in the second half and drill a bunch of threes. We talked about how he had 20 points off the bench in the Kings' first win against the Bulls earlier this season. He finished with 19 off the bench for the Kings tonight. Right. Pick your poison. Yeah. Now, obviously, Fox is that guy and that clutch guy. Yes. So, but maybe you try and trap it and get it out of his hands. If you, if you do that, you run the risk of one of those like role players who are equally lethal from three getting a cleaner look. True, true. You, you want to live with Fox hitting that contested three? Yeah. You can live with that. Yeah. I mean. It's your best it's, player. I mean, you want to get the ball out of his hands for sure, but like you said, it's a pick-your-poison kind of thing. Yeah. But like I said also earlier, Stacy was pointing that out, how guys also weren't on their rotations. You yeah. know, when Patrick Williams went over, even though he went over late, when he went over for the double team, nobody moved. Yeah. You know? Like, so Herter was going to be wide open because nobody rotated at all. Everybody just – I think it was DeMar and Zach uh, over there. But nobody moved. Nobody rotated. Everybody was kind of just watching. So yeah. that hurt as well. And, yeah, so you got to be aware of those kind of things. And that's kind of the other reason why I wanted Patrick. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of on De'Aaron Fox. Is Io, I know, is going to be on that. You know? Because Io's a really high IQ ball player. So I think he would have been on that kind of thing uh, with Herter. But, again, hindsight is twenty twenty, man. You know, they hit the shot. That's what De'Aaron Fox does, man. Mm -hmm. Like, he's been doing it all season long. The Bulls have had this happen to him several times this year. Yeah. No guys hitting key shots at the end of the game. We've seen it several times this year, man. We just saw it recently with Indiana, you know. So it's, it's what's been going on, you know, with this team. And it – hasn't mattered who has been defending because that one right. was Patrick Beverly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it hasn't mattered who has been uh, on the, the defensive side. So, yeah, it's, it's been like that, man. Yeah, I think it was French Bulls TV who was pointing out that there were a lot of mirrors uh, from this game to, to the Pacers game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Heald and Halliburton taking their turns yeah. crushing you and, uh, you know, um, Monk and – and Fox in this one taking yeah. their turns crushing you. Yeah. Uh, something uh, interesting also as far as the Bulls uh, and how they defended that last possession, Bridget in the comments said, I was dropping back a half step off of Fox. Same thing against Orlando and Jalen Suggs, game Suggs. winners by yeah, both. That. Very good point. Mm -hmm. uh, and especially as far as like clock scenario and, and knowing what's going on, he took that and w once that ball went through the net, there was what, 0. 0.7 on the yeah, clock? Yeah, So, I mean – I know, I know you have to respect the quickness of a guy like Fox who can just blow by people like that sure. off the dribble. But if that's the reason I was giving him that cushion, I always got to know, man, he doesn't have time to dribble past me and get to the rim. True. He's going to pull up on this. Yeah, yeah. Then I flip side of that coin is if you pressure too much into that, you run the risk of what happened to the Kings fouling a three-point shooter. Great point. 
Great point. You got to be right in in the sweet spot defensively. It's tough, man. It's a tough assignment. You know what I mean? He's, this is a skilled NBA right. basketball yeah. player, dude. It's, it's a tough assignment. And he's so good. It's, it's easy for us simpletons to right. sit here you know in chairs mean? and well, talk about it. Why don't you just guard him? Well, I didn't think he guarded that perfectly. It's <laughs> like, dude, it's De'Aaron Fox. You go guard him and right. see you know how easy it is. Well, all you got to do is stay in front. <laughs> and then we go out there and tear, tear everything from the lower half of our bodies mm-hmm. trying to guard him. So, yeah, man. I do that in the company softball league. (laughs) All-star. Matthew Beck, don't you forget it. Don't you forget it. (laughs) I do not know who voted, but they made a mistake. Oh, they saw you play. I know what happened. (laughs) They were like, who the hell is this dude going crazy out here? Every game. We, uh, we got to take our first break here on CSGO Bulls postgame. While we're taking this break to share words from our friends and sponsors, y'all could do us a very simple but very beautiful favor. And hit that like button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. Helps mm-hmm. us out a lot. Uh, if you're here anyway, it takes half a second. Just do that. Uh, also, make sure you're subscribed to CHGO Sports on YouTube so you can get alerts anytime we go live uh, and get all of that great content across our channels. Yes. Um, tonight's episode of Post Game brought to you guys by our friends at ComEd. ComEd. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy usage and Lower those pesky energy bills, now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights, learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device, and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making those projects even more cost-effective than before. So here's what you do. Visit comment.com slash poweringbiz, that's B-I-Z biz, to start saving money and energy. To start a project, contact them 1-855-433-2700. For more information, you can also email them businessee at comment.com or public sector ee at comed.com. Chicago. Hello. <laughs> you already got the best coverage of your favorite sports teams. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. And who is that? That would be Foco. They got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, from the north side to the south side, from the UC to over here at CHGO. And they got to cover with those hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in betwixt. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. Who that is? That is Foco. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered, ladies and gentlemen, with them hoodies to help fight that Lake Michigan breeze. So check out Foco.com. Or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Because it's FOCO for show. Mm. Steven, I have a question for you. Did, did you play softball last year? I played one game. Okay. Did you see Matt out there? I did not. You, he didn't play that game? I did not, no. Okay. I was going to ask your opinion about what, what he looked like, like if you saw him out I there. I saw him play ping pong. Okay, all right. He is maximum effort. Yes. He's all over the place. Mm-hmm. He's very rangy. <laughs> True. And he sweats immediately. 
What did all of those things sound like? Because all of those things to me sounded like Joakim Noah. <laughs> not not the most correct. talented guy, but he's giving you maximum effort. It doesn't look pretty, but He's yeah. real rangy. <laughs> he's long. And he sweats immediately. <laughs> That's true. All this is fact. You you told no lie, young sir. Well done. He has told the complete truth. Oh man, let's gonna... ground cover in ping pong. Yeah, true. I can make quick movement, quick bursts, quick bursts. That's in a right. Small rectangular space. It's that constant burst that he's having an issue with. When's the gonna... last time you've experienced for yourself how large an outfield is? How long? When I've experienced it for myself? Yeah. Oh, wow. it's been Outfields a while. are huge. It's been a while. They're pretty huge. So much ground to cover. So much ground to don't, cover. Don't care for it. Th- not a fan? No. Not that's, a how, fan? that's why I kept pulling my quad. I was running yeah. all over the outfield. I thought you pulled your quad running to the base. Oh, that's I did I that too. Did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I was getting confused there. Because Kev was team captain slash manager, uh-huh. he just had permanent dibs on first base. Oh. Which is the sweet spot. It is. you don't have to move. Yeah, it is. You just stand right there. I like to pitch, man. Pitch is what I do. No, Joey was our pitcher. Yeah, I know. And I know. also shout out Mr. Moriano, Nick. Yeah, her rave reviews about him, man. Hell of a pitcher. Yeah, I've heard rave reviews. But are you going to play more this year? You know, last year I had all the White Sox games, so I wasn't able to, to go. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. So if the schedule allows for it, I would love to play more. So you got more White Sox games, obviously, this year. Yes. Okay, I understand. All right. Because it's Monday nights. And, like, the Cubs and the Sox played damn near every single Monday night they do. all summer. They do. Which is when our softball games were. And so it's we funny because the White Sox used to have, like, Mondays off, like, more often than not. But it didn't work out that way last year. They changed it up. They said, no, we're going to mess with know, Steve. I don't know so who's responsible, do. but my yeah. inclination oh, Lord. <laughs> is, is to blame Jerry. <laughs> like, come on. Like, damn, the man can play for scheduling. <laughs> he looking like what the hell is the schedule? Like, <laughs> what is the schedule now? Yeah, I, mean, I just know when to take my pills. Um, <laughs> how about Jeff Brox in the comments? You said on a positive note, Chicago Bears team bonding night. DC. Ah, yes, that was really cool. You see, that was Justin cool. Fields QB one, yes. sitting there with our his new awesome weapon DJ Moore, Ooh. incoming receiver from Carolina in that draft pick trade, and Chase Claypool how all awesome. catching a Bulls game together. Catching the Bulls game and catching passes later. And shout out to the legend artist Gilmore, who was yes. also he was sitting in the owner's box with Q yes, Coach tonight. Yes, you know you know who else was there, Matt. Mm. I I didn't want to say, but he was there. He was there. He Ooh. was in the box. The bald headed menace? No, your bald headed menace. <laughs> Dwayne? Your your bald no, Dwayne's not bald headed. Your no, bald headed. He's pretty menace. bald. Who, Dwayne Wade? Yeah. No, no. Wade's well, got a fade, man. Got a smooth fade, bro. Oh yeah. shit! Drew is in the comments. Said John Paxson. Correct. <laughs> yeah! Stay away, John. <laughs> you want to hide in a dark corner office of the Advocate Center while you're cashing your checks for doing diddly shit? You go right ahead, but you stay out of the madhouse. That is our house. That belongs to Bulls fans, not you. I don't care if Uncle Jerry still loves you. We don't. Yeah. We finally got rid of him. And he's still just lurking. 
Steve, you asked earlier about that anger meter and if you're going to need it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah I you always, Had I known always have it on there, deck, I man. I just would have put 100 on there and yeah. got it over with early. Always have it on deck. <laughs> it's always bubbling. Just always. Surface. It's his secret. He's always angry. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was, I was not expecting to get all hot. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. it's frustrating. There it is. Yep. That's how it is, man. <laughs> uh, well, let's, uh, let's cheer ourselves up sure. with uh, some super chats I've seen we've got gotten some uh rolling through right out of the gate all i right. see just because it's the most recent one bridget threw us a super chat saying shout out to y'all for reading my comment here's a super chat sure. thank you bridget thank you bridget thank you for your insightful comment shout uh out to what you. up ben dean i see you hanging out i was there ouch yeah <laughs> Had, yeah I that mean, couldn't have been fun at least it was an exciting ouch Honestly, like I'm, I'd rather I'm go to a game like that there. than go to a game where the Bulls get booed off the floor because they're down, you know, thirty at the end of three quarters. Yeah, for real, man. Because <laughs> I've seen both. <laughs> you know what's wild, dude? Everybody was there tonight. Like Ben Dean's there, Marquez there, Artis Gilmore, like Tony dude, Kukos. People in the house. You know what I'm saying? Justin Fields, like everybody showed up. Yeah. At this game, man. They did Which, but I saw somebody in the comments earlier saying, "Hey, I saw like a CHO shirt on the broadcast." Yes. That was Marquez. Yes, it was our guy. Who had tonight the best seats. Look at that. I, I've never had a seat at the United Center for a Bulls game as good as the seat Mark had tonight. Dude, for real. That he is was a in seat. row A. That is a seat. Section 101. That is a seat. Right behind the scorer's table. Wow. Yelling at the refs. <laughs> that is a hell of a seat right there, man. Well done. Well done, sir. I know he enjoyed that. I know he did. That's true. Come on, um, with these all right, let's let's get some more super chats going on. Get super on me. What do we got? Get super. The TWW Pod saying Kobe White might have hit threes, but he was playing bad tonight. Felt mm. Williams should have ended the game. Also, is this the ninetieth game winner on us? It sure as hell feels like Dude. the Bulls have had a lot of game winners hit against it's them. Been this a season. lot of game winners hit against the Bulls this season. Uh, dog. Seriously, yeah, it's been tough. But like, yeah, like I was saying, like I was. Kobe didn't play great, but I don't think he played bad. I no. do think he he reared his head of some old Kobe he, stuff. He had old Kobe turnovers yeah, tonight. Yeah, correct. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But overall, though, I I mean, I thought he was solid, dude. Them threes were key and huge. And the one he hit in the fourth quarter, you know, was key. That, that was really important. Yeah. So I thought his defense was solid too. He was staying down on guys, you know. He wasn't getting too antsy, didn't get too much foul. I mean, I thought he was a regular Kobe night outside of that old Kobe shit. So, yeah. but yeah, I thought he was cool. I really did. Uh, shout out to our guy, uh, Manuel. Manuel. Always hanging out in the Super Chat saying, tough loss, guys, but love how we play. We're still in it, guys. Let's not give up. I ain't gave Clearly up, Clearly that was addressed to Dave. Yes. I am secretly enjoying that L tonight. What, secretly? Out of the play-in <laughs> once again. Force this team to look itself in the mirror and make some serious changes this offseason. Because that is what it is. But always appreciate you in the comments, man. Absolutely, man. Well, with that optimism. Much love to you. Unparalleled. Sir. Much love to you. Uh, McBaconator, another hey. one of our regulars with a super chat saying, I haven't been able to watch a game for a while, and this is what I come back to. Of course, this is what I come back to. <laughs> it was an exciting game. It's like you never Against a quality opponent. It was. That is a quality opponent. Yeah, let's not understate that. That is like the second or third seed in the West, ladies mm -hmm. and gentlemen. That is the coach of the year right there in Mike Brown. Like, this is a true, really good quality opponent in the NBA out the Western Conference. So, yeah, that, you're going to play these kind of games, you know, against these kind of guys, man. 
And oh, we didn't uh, uh, get into Malik Monk, man. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my Lord. That dude. Oh, that was the next one. That okay. dude heats up quick. <laughs> Malik Monk, new Bulls killer from our guy Alexander. Oh, man, dude. Listen, just murdering them. In that I think court, at this dude. point, you could make first, second, and third all Bulls killer teams. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. We should do that. We, we should do that. We should do that. Hello, offseason content. Hello. <laughs> God, oh, we're so it. close. Dude. Oh, we're so close. But he was, man, yeah, he was vicious tonight. Every time the Bulls hit that three that felt good, they, he came right back. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Hit that three like, where y'all think y'all going? <laughs> Every single time, man. And that is the, man, that's just a great thing to have on your team. Their safety valves are just real killers. You know what I mean? It's the difference between just having a safety valve and a person who's a real killer. That's your safety valve. They got killers. Like, Malik Monk is a killer. Like, he isn't, like, on that level of all-star and nothing like that. But that dude is a killer, bro. That's what he does. Aaron Fox, well, we just saw what he did. We know how he rolls, man. So, yeah, I think Davion Mitchell was, has that kind of mentality, too. Um, I don't know what his game was tonight. I don't think he had a great game uh, tonight. But he honestly is on that kind of level. That dude can play. He really can, man. Oh, look at He didn't even score. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, tell him the 0-3 shooting. But I'm telling you, that dude can play. Three turnovers, too. Ugh, got me bugging you up. And you just showing me like this, son? But I still think he can play. That dude can play, man, for real. He's, he's going to be nice. But Monk came in and got it hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all that stuff happened in the second half for him. Like, first half, it wasn't even thinking about Malik Monk, you know? Mm -mm. It wasn't even crossing your mind. But that fourth quarter, man, ended up with 19 big points, five of eight from the three-point line. That is key, ladies and gentlemen. Like, it doesn't matter his turnovers. doesn't matter his assists. He's out there to get these buckets. I'm not giving Herter no love, Eco Bean, because that dude traveled the entire game. He ain't getting no love from me, sir. Sorry. That dude traveled. I, it was just blatant. You know what I mean? Like, it was just – that's what was upsetting. I'm like, okay, you get away with one step. All right, fine. You know, I've seen that a million times. But when you take a hop and then step and then another hop on top of that and then a shot, who's going to defend that? That's, that's indefensible. You can't do anything with that. The rest were consistent and not calling travel. They didn't call travel a lot on, on many, many people at all, man. But, no, not giving her to no love, man. No, forget that. That dude. No yeah. love. Of course, you'd be a great shooter when you could, <laughs> when you could be Gregory Hines back there behind the three-point line. Be Savion Glover and Fred Astaire. It's just tap, tap, tapping. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, a tap, a tap. Uh, tap, right. a tap, a tap. Uh, Dave, yeah. Steven, talk to our listeners about all the wonderful ways uh, that they should become a diehard member. I should do that. Because all, all the, the wonderful perks. ways. All the perks. All the perks that right you back. can get. Because you can get a bunch of them. You can get a lot of them. Why don't you be a diehard? Let me tell you the one perk that's not even listed here. It's this hoodie right here, ladies and gentlemen. You see this thing right here? This CHEO hoodie? Can't get this nowhere else. You got to be a diehard to get this one right here, y'all. That's what you got to be. But this is what you also get. Podcasts and live shows on every team, every day. You get the post-game shows, but you get the premium written content for the members at allchgo.com. And, of course, you know, we'll go Godly with that premium content that he's writing. You don't want to read some of that stuff's gold, Jerry. It's gold. There it is. <laughs> that yes. That dope merch for all teams. All the teams. All the teams. Not just half of them. All of them. You get that dope exclusive stuff, man. And you get a free shirt when you become a member. So when you become a member 
you can get yourself a free T-shirt. And this is probably one of the best things here. The members-only Discord, ladies and gentlemen, as we like to call it, the CHGO Lounge. Come lounge with all the rest of the diehards. Talk it up. Have a good time. You know what I'm saying? And then, oh, the happy hours that can take place. You know, you get priority on those things as well. You can save money on, on the merchandise that your wonderful self is getting. All of these things you can get. All you got to do is become a diehard member. And let's so go on and for- do that. Let's not forget we got the new Brick by Brick oh. t-shirt and hoodie. And if you're a diehard only you diehards can get this exclusive hoodie that I am circling with the mouse right now. <laughs> well done to circle that with a mouse, sir. I am very proud of you. <laughs> and, and your circling skills, your rotation is amazing. Hey, look at this man who's ladies here, and gentlemen. And gents. Look at that guy. Look at that guy right there. Joining us in look studio. Legendary. Hustled over Let's from go. the madhouse. It's Mark Gay. Look, guys, he's here. He's here. Hit the thumbs up button for Marquee. It feels Come good. On. This feels good. Feels right, don't it? Yo, it feels perfect, feels man. Correct. I don't even know if people can hear me right now. I don't care. <laughs> you guys can hear me. <laughs> That's all that matters. Oh, yeah. First of all, you look amazing in this shirt, sir. So <sighs> when we were watching the game in that fourth quarter, yeah. you know, when the refs are over there, you know, uh, talking at this monitor, I look and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's Marquette. Like, we're just pointing it out. I'm like, that's him right there. I had Jake take a picture. I had to rewind it for him. I had to take a picture of it. I'm dead serious. There it is right there. <laughs> there it is right there, sir. And of course I'm tweeting right there. Of course, <laughs> right. <laughs> My one time on TV and I'm tweeting. What a joker. <laughs> and it was on you for a while too, man. Really? No, no, a while. That, that camera was on you for a minute, sir. That was awesome, dude. Dude, tell me about this experience, dog. That was your first time. Tell me about that, dog. What was that like? To be honest with you, man, I have, I have not collected my thoughts. Wow. Like this... I can't even remember the game in some senses because like there were so many moments where I was just sort of standing around there. As you saw earlier, I was on my phone a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking photos and like I was right behind, um, almost right behind Adam and Stacey. I had amazing seats. Shout out to uh, Joshua Rosen who hooked me up. He's a season ticket holder and shout out to his son Ayal as well. Um, But yeah, like I had amazing seats and like, so close to Billy, I could almost touch Billy. <laughs> but, um, I saw one picture of him that you tweeted. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, it was it was incredible. Like just being there, yeah. I, I, I really I don't I don't have the words for it, Dave. Because mm. like this has been a thing that I've been trying to do for several years, twenty years. Like I've been a Bulls fan for twenty plus years. Right. Been wanting to come into Chicago for right. years now to actually get this opportunity to be here with you guys in this studio. That, like that's sick in itself. But to be at a Bulls game. And see like that level of game as well. Like that was a fun game. Yeah, that was a great game. Yes, it was. From what I can remember, again, like I was just sort of <laughs> snapping pictures. Like, oh, there's a, there's a hanging friggin' jerseys. Like, there's, there's Zach, there's Zach, there's Kobe. So, so it was it was sick. It was so cool, man. But um, I think maybe tomorrow on tomorrow's show when I've had a little chance to sure. collect myself, maybe okay. watch the game back, and just actually think about what I experienced. Yeah, <laughs> because at the moment it's just like completely surreal. But Dude. It, yeah, I mean, you got that. to see a game-tying DeMar four-point play. You did. 
Dude. In the final seconds. You did, sir. Which was almost the play of the game. It was. And then, then De'Aaron De Fox, Fox said, I'm De'Aaron Fox. Hold my yeah, beer. Yeah. <laughs> and put it on him, man. Look, while I'm here, we're going to watch a game live. Like, whether it's here or at a game, we're going to watch a game live together. Yeah. And what you'll notice from me is I'm typically very reserved. I'm just sitting there, like, taking the game in. Stoic. But when... Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but um, when DeMar hit that shot, I was complete meathead mode. I was out of my seat. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was sick. Yeah, that, that was, was me. When you're there, <laughs> that was me. It yeah. can get in the way of the logical side of your brain that's telling you it's probably in the Bulls' best interest to lose right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And meathead takes over. Yeah, man. Um, sp speaking of DeMar and that last second shot, did you guys uh, take care of King of the Game while I was go going to grab Mark? We did not. Okay. We did not well, take we'll care do that real quick, game, and then we've got a few more Super Chats to get to. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is our DraftKings King of the Game tonight. Almost the king in the fourth, were it not for the fact that De'Aaron Fox said, I'm a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> but still an impressive night from DeMar, who finished with, I believe, 33. There it is. On 10 of 20 from the field, three dimes, three boards. Uh, and, and that was, I believe, one of two four-point plays he yes, had tonight. Two of Although, did, wait, did he miss the free throw on, on the, the first, first one? one. Yeah. On the first one, yes. He missed the free throw. Uh, still, I mean, on a night when Vooch and Zach both had inefficient shooting nights, tough nights for them, DeMar, the de facto king of the game with those 33 points. One more reminder, use that promo code CHGO when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook for that awesome offer of $5 down on any NBA action yeah. to get $200 yeah. in bonus bets. Dude, with promo code CHGO. That's Marquay. <laughs> That's Marquay. He's here. Uh, Jimmy Lit World in the comments said, Marquay, shout out to you from a Kiwi down under. Hey. Hell yeah. Druish, stoked from Marquay. Everybody in the comments, loving the Marquay's here. <laughs> Me too. So wait, what, what did what did Matt try to force on you? <laughs> like was doing since you've been? Because I know he tried to force something. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, have I told a lie? <laughs> I don't think I have. Well, I'm going to break some news here. Okay. Not, not that anyone really cares. Mm -hmm. But um, I've had zero sleep since I've been here. <laughs> oh, wow. But I actually caught up on the show that you guys did the other day. When, when did I? I was, it was like 4 a.m. here because I couldn't sleep. So I was listening to the show you guys did with Io. Okay. And there was severe bullying going on from one Matthew Peck <laughs> towards me in a, in a lot of ways. It's not bullying. I'm just trying to help you. That's <laughs> <laughs> what a bully would say. But anyways, anyways, the, the point of the story is we went out for dinner the other night. Uh, we went to Goose Island. Shout out to Goose Island. Shout had out. a few of those. Too, had probably too many of those, to be honest <laughs> with you. But that, that delicious beers, that Matilda Belgian ale. Mm. Man, man, oh, man. Special anyways, stuff. we're going to go back there. But mm -hmm. the point of the story is... There wasn't many vegetarian options, mm -hmm. but the one option that I did get, I didn't get any resistance at all from when one Matthew, I, I'm assuming your, your middle name starts with a G for some reason. I'm just got, I've got that vibe. <laughs> it's, it's another M actually. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going with G. It feels okay. like G sounds better. Ma one Matthew well, the, the G, G stands for gets. Yeah, right. <laughs> gets meat. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. But it's, he, he, no pushback at all, Dave. He, oh, was completely, he was completely cool with it. So... Uh, I was surprised, to be honest with you. He I, was I bubbling mean, on the inside. Maybe, me. maybe. He, he was maybe. upset. I, I tease because I care, mm -hmm. but when it comes down to it, when we're there in a restaurant, mm -hmm. you, or what you order, and I'm not going to, like, you know, drag you out of the restaurant and or, and, or berate you in front of people <laughs> in public. <laughs> well, thank it's, you. I appreciate that. Right, right. But again. <laughs> That'd be a sucky first day in just, Chicago. Just yeah. trying to help. <laughs> this guy was my friend, and he just right. berated me in public. Dragging you by your collar. <laughs> McBaconator said uh, with a super chat, this is because Mark K's face is on the screen. Dude, it's, it's not just that his face is on the screen, because when he does shows with us from Australia, his face is on the screen yes. in two dimensions. It's that his whole body is here in three dimensions. Yes. It's the magical part. <laughs> Appreciate the super chat, McBaconator. Um, 
Flipside with a super chat say, Crikey, the white chocolate thunder from down under is in our presence. Welcome to Chicago, Mark K. Thank you, sir. Uh, Steve, did I not see an earlier super chat that I saved because it involved Mark and eating meat? Schwo! Right. Yeah, our guy Schwo who said the super chat is for Mark to get himself a beef and a hot dog, Chicago style. Welcome to the best city in the world, my friend. I'm trying. Guys, he is. And He's I trying. will try every minute of every day that we're together <laughs> until he leaves. Yeah, when, is, when you take him to Portillo's? Whenever he lets me. Okay. There's right. one right near my hotel, so we can go whenever. You want to meet okay. there for lunch before we do our show tomorrow? Sounds like a diet. We could do that. You know what he's like going to do. You know what he's going to do. You're, yeah, he's going to eat a beef sandwich, and his life's going to change. Bean. I, heard, I heard bean, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. Oh, I love it so because look at him. <laughs> I, already, I already got yes. inadvertently mad. I love it. When someone pointed out to us that Paxson was in the building tonight. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. want to think about that. I saw him. I took a photo. You saw you him? took a photo? Okay. All right. I know that bull guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling him a lot. Tony Kukoc was in the house also. Yeah, know, I, I didn't see him. I saw AK. I saw Eversley. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw a few other people. But uh, yeah, full house tonight. It was an yeah, amazing man. experience, man. Amazing experience. Dude, that, I'm so happy for you to get that experience. Thank you, dude. I, We were talking about that on, on the pregame. And I was like, you, you forget because you live here. You know what I mean? That you kind of take it for granted that you can just go anytime. But, you know, like you said, you've been a fan for 20 plus years. So to get to do something you've been wanting to do since, you know, you were young, younger, I should say, back in the day. Yeah. It, it just kind of, I can't imagine the kind of emotion it kind of brings up, you know what I'm saying, and all the feelings it might kind of bring back to you, man. Like, what well, yeah. we talked about you're going to get to actually watch and see the introduction, you know yeah. what I'm saying, for the yeah. first time. What was yeah. that like, like seeing that? It do was, you remember that part? I do, and I, I've, I've got video evidence as well. So <laughs> I, and again, that's why I was on my phone all the time. But it was it was incredible, man. Like, just the, the theatrics of it. I mean, you you Americans, you put on a, you put on a show, yeah? Like, you, you guys are best. good at this thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just the experience of being there, like, just as a fan was incredible yeah. on so many levels. Again, I'm losing losing track of my mind. But just just circling back, I'll, something I want to say, Dave, like, sure. something that's really hit me since I've been here. I've been here for about 48 hours now, okay. pretty much, to the to the actual time. Uh, everyone in Chicago is super nice. Mm -hmm. Everyone has been, apart from him, everyone has been <laughs> very, very friendly. Like, literally, my first experience here was just, um, I went to a chiropractor, my shoulder's banged up at the moment but like that was literally the first thing i did in chicago okay and the people there were amazing but like just bumping into random people saying hello talking to people people at the game tonight everyone has been so friendly and so nice mm. and uh like that's the part that's probably blown me away more mm. than anything else to be honest with you like mm. i'll calm down i'll get i'll collect my thoughts about this game i'll rewatch this game itself but the thing that really strikes me i mean the city itself is beautiful but the people here are, are just equally as uh, equally as charming. So. Yeah, man. I've, yeah, uh, I've really I mean, Chicago it. sports fans yeah. typically live in constant downward spirals of self-loathing, <laughs> but we make up for it by being genuinely nice people. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. It was, it was the same thing Jimmy was expressing. You yeah, know what I mean, on his first time here, just how nice and friendly everybody was to him. That's what we are, man. You know, it's that Midwestern thing, I guess. But well, I'll give, I'll give you an example. Like, sure. and not to uh, toot my own horn here, but like, I went up to. Um, Chuck Squirsky and I was in introducing myself I'm like Chuck I'm, I'm, I'm from Australia my name's Mark Pablo he's like yeah I know who you are like, <laughs> what and he was flex. so like just nice it's, I don't mean it as a flex at all but like <laughs> yeah. he was just so gracious and so nice and then like just everyone that I was talking to I, I caught up with like Ramina and Melissa as well oh, were they wow. if, you're on Bulls, if you're on yeah if you're on Bulls Twitter you obviously know those guys we, we did a shot after the game like 
that was cool. Yeah. Like, so like just everyone has been fantastic. So I, I just can't wait to over the next week. I'm here for another week just to yeah. get more amongst it, I suppose. There it is, Stephen, just threw the picture back up in case you missed it in pregame. You with the legendary Chuck Swirsky. <laughs> you also got to snap a pick with Tim Sinclair tonight. Yeah. Another legend. What a nice guy that guy Absolute is. legend. Yeah. The yeah. coolest dude. We, I mean, so it's it still has yet to drop. So I, we can't tell you everything. We're gonna. It's gonna be a surprise. But I can tease that we're we recruited Tim Sinclair to do a little project for us at CHGO that's gonna be dropping in the coming days, cool. and it's awesome. I mean, he the nicest guy. Yeah. So many people that work in and around the Bulls, Bulls broadcasting, Bulls PR, Bulls media people. Yeah. Just just nice people. Yeah. Wait. Okay. This is something that Dave was talking about pre. Did you run into Cowley tonight? Yes. Oh, God, yes. No, I didn't. I didn't. <sighs> we have exchanged some text messages. Okay. Uh, I would like to, to meet uh, young Joseph, but mm -hmm. um, if that's possible, I would, I would love to I'd love to have that chance. But um, no, I didn't, I didn't catch up with him. I did say the goat, though. I saw William in his full goatness, in just in his <laughs> element there. Just, um, yeah, how was just that? Being Watching the goat. him in his element, man. He's only been on the B for what, like a year now? Yeah. But dude's a pro. Yes. yes. Dude's a pro. Just yes. The way he moves, the yes. way he's shuffling through things, he's got his media pass hanging there, mm -hmm. the respect that he commands from everyone, which I understand because he's a goat. Right. But like, yeah, just it was cool to see Will in his element. And like every now and then I'd, I'd turn my head to, 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 to the media section to see where he's sitting, to see him banging away on the yep. keyboard there, yep. filing, a, <laughs> filing away a story for us, which I'm sure we'll, uh, he'll put up online very soon. But uh, yeah, it was amazing, man. Yeah, it was like my experience with Will. That's when I learned seeing him in that element. Yeah. Like, you know me, I'm I'm talking about the game, you know, and all. And I'm like, oh, Will, watch this play. Will's not trying to hit yeah. none of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, uh-huh. Technically, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's professional, professional. Let me go ahead and talk to myself right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. No, seeing the goat in his element, man, like, he really see why he is who he is and how good he is, man. So, 100%. Uh, awesome. NHK20 in the comments said, people are nice to Mark because they know he's Billy's son. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if... If that were true, I would feel like a majority of members of Bulls Nation right now would not be nice to him. Because all I hear on Bulls Twitter That's every day, point. all day, is fire Billy. Billy this, Billy that. This is true. Can I say something about Billy? Please. Please. I could hear him audibly when I was at the game. This dude is calling players all this time. This dude is yelling at the refs. He's getting into the players' ears. He's calling sets. He's telling everything. So maybe he just doesn't come across, on, doesn't come across that way on the screen, mm -hmm. like when you're watching on NBC or whatever. But... uh. Dude was vocal. I was actually surprised. So um, for the detractors out there, me defending my father, he, he's out there, man. He's trying. He's, 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 he's getting vocal out there. So the perception that I got of Billy whilst being at the game was different to what you see on screen. So that, I just yeah. thought I'd sh pass on that, uh, that defense of that beautiful silverhead man. And he got Dalen Terry in the game. I, I knew you were going to like that. Yes, I liked it so much. And he delivered. He was did. Good. And then he also showed he's a rookie at the same time because he was getting cooked on a couple <laughs> yeah, plays. Yeah, so a few backdoor cuts. <laughs> yeah. I was, oh. He got cooked on. Oh, Dalen. Real sweet. Oh, my. Real sweet and nice, man. But, no, he. I thought he played a, a cool game. And I appreciate Billy giving him those minutes, you know, because I'm sure it was because Caruso was out. But he, yeah. you know, allowed him to have those minutes that probably would have went to Derrick Jones Jr. in the past. He yeah. gave him to him, man. So Yeah, for sure, yeah, man. We did something with it. I mean, he must have been pretty sick to sit out tonight. Seriously. You know, Caruso's a tough yeah. dude. True. I, f I feel like that was the one thing. Well, maybe that in W, but I, I don't know where you are on that these days, whether you're, not, whether you're rude for W's or L's, Mark. But ah, you missed out on seeing Caruso in the flesh. Hopefully nah. he'll be back. For one of these games this weekend. Yeah. Well, there's four four home games while I'm here. I've strategically planned my trip around this this uh, schedule. So I obviously got to one game tonight. Right. I'm hoping Caruso is back because uh, you guys know what defensive-minded 
what guys do to me. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> big yes. Kirk Heinrich friend, Ryan Archidiakono. Like, yes. those guys are my guys. <laughs> Caruso has taken that mantle. Yes. The goon mantle, yeah. Yes, yes, so, sir. Uh, that's, yes. Them, that's my type. So, yeah, I definitely want to see him in action. But can I shout out Patrick Williams? Please. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know I've been critical of him in the past on, on this podcast uh, a number of times, but in person, that dude is huge. Mm-hmm. But the way he was playing tonight, like, there was no indecisions at all, just constantly attacking the basket. Yeah. Like, and he was like throwing around that huge body that he has. So I actually really appreciated the game that, that Pat had tonight. And I was just like, okay, I see it with this dude. I want him to see it. But <laughs> yes. like, he's an absolute unit in actual person. He's just a mammoth of a man. But yeah, fantastic game for Pat. I thought um, he played really good tonight. So Before uh, you arrived, we were reminiscing about that one steel coast-to-coast bucket he had. Yeah. He went back. behind the back yeah. and then just bodied a guy on his way to the basket. Dude, so when he play. reminds you in those kinds of ways what he physically is capable of doing on an NBA court, you're like, oh, yeah. I, th- I can't quit about, you. The thing about him as well, like <laughs> every one of his teammates knows this as well. Like, again, something that I p- picked up whilst watching this game live was there was that possession where Pat was driving. He must have got fouled. But instead of taking it up for the shot, like he was at the basket, he, he looked to pass, which is very instinctive pat like sure. to pass rather than to, to shoot right but every like as soon as he um rather than you know taking the shooting foul and passing every single one of his teammates were on him like dude shoot the ball so <laughs> i love that aspect that all of his teammates are like we know you're good just freaking shoot the ball will you please because you are you're a serious talent and yeah. again seeing that in person and seeing how he's the teammates reacted to him mm. in that moment like i, I really like that like uh that feel of, of all the, mm. of all the teammates in that sense so that was cool as well man that yeah. was cool. I loved him having the ball and bringing it up. Yeah. I, I know he enjoys that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you, you saw what happened as soon as he got it. Like you said, like it was no indecision with him. Like he was like, nope, I'm going to the bucket. I'm going to go score. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. So that was great to see. And I wanted to see, and I asked, Mark, I asked uh, Matt this question. Uh, did you want to see, Day, did you want to see, not Dave, did you want to see Patrick Williams guarding De'Aaron Fox on no. that last possession? Not for me. Not for me. I, I, I didn't think Pac can stick with those type of guards. Um, and again, I'm not trying to detract anything from Pat in that sense, but um, I, I, I wouldn't have put him on him if I was my father. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely cool with it. Um, I thought it was, I didn't have any issues with the substitution passion. I, I actually mm-hmm. thought putting in Dalen was an inspired choice to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I, I thought for sure that was going to be Derek Jones Jr. Sure. But it was, it was Dalen in that sense. So that was cool. What, what about you, man? This team had threes. I didn't yes. know what, like, I'm sure you guys already talked about this, mm-hmm. but. What basketball game was I watching? This wasn't a Bulls game. They, like, they took 42 tonight, Mark. What, what did they end up hitting? Like, 16 to 42. Wow. 38%. percent Man. No, I said to Matt, I was like, dude, they look like an NBA team. Yeah. Like, what is going on out here? But in there, still managed a streak where they went 0 for 12. Yes. So, yeah, you know. toss that in there real quick. There was, there was Bulls one point when Bulls. I was looking up the scoreboard, and like <laughs> they were 14 for 35, and at the same time, so were the Kings. I'm like, right, exactly. what is going on? This is the best offense in the NBA that they're playing against, mm-hmm. and here we are matching them three for three. It mm-hmm. was uh, it was it was an amazing first game to see in person. Did you uh, find very yourself, atypical? Did you find yourself actually rooting for Drummond when he made the steal in the dunk? <laughs> I, w- I very much enjoyed that play but then that play when he uh had that massive offensive oh, foul God. and then immediately hit hit i uh, got the, the d- yes. defensive foul la- later on yep. like, i was like get him out a- any goodwill <laughs> that you had built at that moment like, he tried to back destroy. his dude down starting at the three-point <laughs> line it was so drummond it was Dude, so drumming. The Pete entire Drummond. time, we're like, no, no, uh, no. Guys, oh. I think I heard our phone line jingle. Is, it go uh, time? is that correct, oh. Steven? Hey. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. We'll bring him in to wrap things up with us. 
It's there the Goat is. Talk Hotline. Will Gottlieb, the goat, joins Paul us King? from the UC. He's on Twitter, Will underscore Gottlieb. Look who we found, Will. <laughs> He's sitting in your chair. That's my seat, dude. <laughs> matcha, matcha now. <laughs> Will, what was it like seeing Marque in the flesh in the United Center tonight? Did it blow your mind? I, it just made me happy for him. Like, I mean, he's lived on this earth for however long. I'm not gonna show your age there, Mark, but like to to get to Chicago for the first time and have the seats that he had right on the court. I mean, that's just a pretty surreal experience. So. It's cool to go see him. He was like hanging out with Chuck Schwersky and Tim Sinclair and Adam Amin. And of course he was. Um, and then great game. I mean, that was like a really fun NBA basketball game, which I feel like the Bulls haven't played a lot of this year. So yeah. good for Mark. Happy for you. And competitive losses. That's what we're after. Competitive <laughs> losses, Will. Peak. Peak. End of bull season. Competitive losses. Uh, I mean, as you said, it was a very exciting back and forth game. The Bulls put up a decent fight against a very quality Western Conference opponent. What what was the biggest uh, through line as far as what the the players were saying, what Billy said? What was the vibe in the locker room after a a tough loss where they put up a good fight and came up just short? It's kind of like a a recurring nightmare that just keeps happening where Jalen Suggs hits a three at the buzzer, or Tyrese Halliburton hits a three at the buzzer, or Darren Fox hits a three at the buzzer, and I think that there's a little bit of a sense of like, you know, you tip your cap to him. That was kind of a, a through line, as you say, um, just like dude made a really tough shot. Um, so, that, so that was part of it. But I think they also recognize that they actually played a good game and that they weren't like trying to dig themselves out of a hole at the last second. They were, they did, but um, I think they, they were really competitive throughout. So I think that's like at least some sort of positive, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's a ton of takeaways other than like they just they have to keep on trending this way. And this was not a loss where it felt like they totally fumbled the bag. So I think that they can definitely take some solace in that. Yeah, led by 16, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Kings are just so good offensively, though. Yeah, like yeah. The, something was going to happen. They had them like at 100 offensive rating through the first quarter. I don't remember what it was at halftime. But we're talking about like 119 offensive rating team. That's literally the greatest offense of all time um so you knew the threes were going to start to fall that's what happened in the third quarter it happened against the rockets in the third quarter last week um and they sort of weathered and that's something that they've struggled with as well and so to, to keep it tight and to get back in and obviously it took some demar DeRozan four-point plays but to be in the game in those final moments again i think i thought that that was a, a slight positive Oh, Will, it was the first game since the All-Star break that we've really seen Zach, like, struggle uh, to score and to, you know, we used to see him drop, what, 35, you know, after the All-Star break, but he didn't have it uh, tonight. Was it something that you thought the Kings were doing differently or was he just not cooking? Well, he started, I think, 0 of 5 um, and then got up to, like, 2 of 9, so he made his next – or 2 of his next 4 – um, still finished with 25 points on 22 shots, which is pretty good efficiency in large part due to the fact that he got to the line nine times and made all of them. So um, I think it's just the same sort of trope that we've been harping on, which is that Zach puts his head down and gets to the rim and good things happen. I was really impressed with the way that he passed the ball tonight. I don't know if you noticed that, Mark, just being able to sit right there and like see it firsthand. 
Um, but it seems like the reads are just really comfortable for him. Um, and just the way that he's like moving the ball, live dribble passes. Uh, I thought he played well, even though he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. And then, you know, in terms of what the, the defense was doing, I have to, obviously there were some good contests, but it just feels like he was kind of cold tonight. And maybe that's because they had a few days off or maybe that's because he was never going to continue to shoot 65%, but something kind of had to give. William, I want to ask you, what, what, did, what did you think the Bulls did better on tonight? Because at least from an offensive or a defensive standpoint, because they, they played a team that was probably the best offense. Well, they are the best offense in the NBA. I, I thought the way the Bulls defended in that first half was especially good. But also, as we talked about here, like the Bulls were hitting threes as well. So like they, they were doing things on both ends tonight, a very competitive game. But from your perspective, at least, like what do you think they were better on tonight? Like defense or offense? At least versus expectations. Yeah, I think their defense was pretty pretty solid. Obviously, that third quarter, I think they scored like 32 or 36 or something. So that was um, a little bit of a backslide. But they ended up holding the Kings like five points per 100 possession below their average, which I think is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and the offense, you know, the offense has been really solid since the All-Star break. Um, obviously, not quite enough to put them over the top tonight. But I, I do think that there's sort of – they found – a bit better balance between Zach and Damar where yes, there's still a lot of stagnation. Um, Zach was talking a lot about how the Kings went to a zone in the third quarter and that contributed to the them just getting slowed down. Um, but I, I do think that their offense has sort of started to click a little bit better. I don't know if that's because Patrick Beverly and Alex Russo out there, obviously he didn't play tonight, but those two can move the ball a little bit better, can attack closeouts a little bit better shoot more threes. So I think tonight, just the fact that they got up 42 threes, tied their season high, um, scored the ball pretty well, generally speaking, that was the more impressive part to me. Hey, Will, did it, did it surprise you that Io got the start tonight? It did surprise me. Um, I thought for sure that they would go back to Patrick um, and play both Patrick's in the starting lineup with Caruso out. Um, I don't really feel like we got a good answer as to why Io was in the starting group. Um, you know, they they play a little bit smaller. The Kings do, and to have two um, point of attack defenders out there with Io and Patrick Beverly, I think that sort of helps uh, ease the burden of Fox and you know some of the other guys that can really put pressure on the rim. But it definitely surprised me a little bit, just because we really haven't seen that lineup at all. And I think just Patrick, the the two Patricks out there together feels a little bit more natural. Will, appreciate you hopping on for a few minutes post-game. Everybody, make sure you're always reading what Will Gottlieb writes for us at allchgo.com. Paywalls down, people. Go read Will's stuff. Mm -hmm. Also, make sure you're following along for his Bulls updates on Twitter. Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, we will see you right here in studio tomorrow afternoon, buddy. We will see you then. Yeah. Uh, we will get out of here, too. Uh, we got to be making a quick turnaround to doing a show here, 530. Bulls are off. We'll oh, be here yes. in studio with this yes. man, Mark K. Uh, real quick, I saw we had a couple Super Chats lingering. One from our guy, AK, which I believe, if I recall, was him being pro-tank. AK, I love ya. <laughs> Competitive losses is the name of the game, y'all. 
I don't think you are in the minority, AK. I don't know. Oh, no, I'd I'm in the minority, bro. I, well, yeah. If anything, it's... Look wise it's 50, and, 50. and wanting to win. <laughs> I'm 50, in the minority, 50. brother. Also, I love this Aaron Norris super chat. Giving Dalen Terry some love on that great inbounds pass he had. Oh, to that feed Vooch awesome, When the man. shot clock was yes. at half a second. Yes. And great simultaneously play. using that to point out, hey, why can't the Bulls ever get any other inbound plays right? <laughs> can't even inbound the damn ball properly. Oh, man. But, yeah, let's go to the play-in. Let's <laughs> go uh, to play in. Sound like a play in team. Everybody, to me. have a great night. Thank you for joining us. As always, hit that thumbs up. Give Mark a thumb. Give it to him. Just the one on your screen. It doesn't have one. to be your thumb. Either one. We're not talking about chopping thumbs off. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about you pressing a button mm-hmm. in the shape of a thumb. Click it. Point it up. That's it. Make sure you're subscribed to CHO Sports on YouTube. Always get alerts for when we go live, like tomorrow, 5 30 Central Time. Um, in the meantime, you can follow us CHO underscore Bulls. Bow. BAWL Bow. Sports. MK Hoops. Oops. He's in Will's chair. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at Bulls underscore Peg. Shout out. Appreciation to our guy, Steven, for rocking the controls. Steven. Great producing job tonight, as always. Holding it down without Joe. Miss you, Joe. Love you, Joe. Hope you're enjoying AC. We'll see you in a couple days. Until tomorrow, Bulls Nation. Get some rest. We'll try again. We'll talk to you. See you, Red. Be good. Peace.